Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This episode of Keep Calm and Crown On is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. As always, if you have any skincare or beauty needs, I would love to help you out with some of the most amazing products on the planet. Um, if you have any questions whatsoever, you can, of course, search the hashtag MinuteWithMary, especially on Facebook. I do have a VIP group there that I would love for you to join. I share all sorts of tips and tricks and deals. And of course, for you, our podcast listeners, I have an extra special thing in store. I have a discount on my amazing 4D mascara. It gives you the look of false eyelashes. So you can find out that at minutewithmary.com slash discount. What am I trying to say? Trying to say that the solution to our problems I think is not in the, in the ingenuity of the rocket or the science or the technology or even the bravery No, the answer is in here. Or here, or wherever it is that faith resides. And so, Dean Woods, having ridiculed you for what you and these poor blocked, lost souls <laughs> were, were trying to achieve here in St. George's house. I now find myself full of respect and admiration and not a small part of desperation. As I come to say, Help. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Keep Calm and Crown On. It's a podcast dedicated to the Crown on Netflix, so grab your best cup of tea and let's get royal. How's it going? My name is Mary Larson. Oh, my name is Blake, and I, I can't get myself sorted straight here. I know, I know. It's Wait, a you know, gotta get my hat everywhere. You know, just just a mess, <laughs> just, just a freaking mess. But you know what? It was not a mess. Was this episode no, of television? Not at all. Oh, not a mess. Oh my goodness gracious! What an incredible uh, episode to watch. Um, I'll be sharing with you in a little bit by why it was extra special for us to watch. Um, but before we do, of course, we wanted to remind you that if you are in the market for listening to any other kind of podcast bits or want to see what else Blake and I have worked on to please, of course, check out Mary and Blake Media. You can do that by going to maryandblake.com or by searching Mary and Blake on YouTube or on Facebook. We're all sorts of places. <laughs> yeah, check those out and uh, see what you got uh, with us. And uh, 
you know, just if you want to talk to us, you want to have fun, we can have fun on social media. Just look us up at Mary and Blake. But for now, Marvin, are you ready? Oh, I sure am. Let's do it. Well, the episode title for this particular episode was, in fact, Moon Dust. Mm. And uh, I'm still working on the cameras here, by the way. Yeah. I'm still, still working good. on that. Um, still working on the cameras. Uh, the episode title was Moon Dust, and it was written by uh, Peter Morgan, of course, who is the showrunner of, uh, of uh, 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 The Crown. And he has written every single episode of The Crown, uh, is singularly, except for the actually the last one, which was Tewasog Kumri, which I Look still, at you still being able to see that. Still can say that. It was Good directed job. by Jessica Hobbs, who is famous actually for uh, directing uh, a show called The Split, also another show called Apple Tree Yard, mm. and then also a show called A River, which okay. uh, which is actually kind of a big deal. Uh, among among TV nerds. Uh, so, uh, Marvin, what do you got for your Corgi's rating? Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm giving this episode a 4.8. Mm-hmm. I really... Uh, actually, 4.9. I'm giving it a 4.9. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Going in for a 4.9. <laughs> All um, in. All in. <laughs> I just I really enjoyed it. I think that it was a neat insight into Philip. Um, and I just... I, I don't know. I... Being one who didn't, we we were too young to live through this event yeah. uh, of man walking on the moon the first time. I'm always excited, no matter what show it is, when we get to see a character portrayed seeing this. You know, like everything stopped. The mm-hmm. whole world stopped together for this moment. So it was just neat to see it from a royal's perspective. How about you? What's sure. your rating? So, you know, I've gone back and forth on it. I, I have written here in our in our notes... Uh, that it's actually four point five, but you know, I think I'm going to do better than that. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I had a chance to, th- to think about this episode. Just you know, just ruminate on it and it savor really, it. Yes, just savor it. And I think a, a lot of it is doing pot to Tobias Menzies. Of course. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go a four eight. Oh, um, nice. I'm going to go four eight on this one. I really enjoyed this episode, and it gives you a real good pathos into. Uh, in, into Philip and the world. And I mean, who knows if he actually was really, you know, obsessed with the moon landing the way that they're portraying it. I doubt it. But let's just say that for the sake of argument that he was close to it. You get a real sense of what this guy is about and his midlife crisis that he's going through. Because yeah. of that, I really enjoyed this episode. It really humanizes Philip and, and it continues on as a um, good second part to what started in Bobbykins, mm. uh, which is, you know, one of the earlier episodes. Yeah. In this particular season. Okay. All right, so the GBGs, our goods, our bads, and our greats for this episode. Yes, what do you got? My good was the new dean. Um, as someone who has visited various religious institutions myself, it's always interesting to see how different leaders in a church or, you know, temple or any, any place of worship, how just different they are. Really, it is their own unique flair. And I just loved how he came in asking for a building because <laughs> at first you're thinking who is this guy what does he want so I just of course if he wanted to do much more with the building and had that center for learning um, so those were just a really neat element that was able to be interwoven in which was a true fact of course sure. my bad was um, 
The way that Prince Philip felt when he was interviewing the astronauts and, you know, he's asking them all of these questions that he's taken so much time and he's desperately, you know, wishing he had more time, not just 15 minutes with them. And really, it's these young guys who did what they've been told, did mm-hmm. what they've practiced a million times, very militant of them, mm-hmm. you know, in nature that I just did my job. I've done did my job, which I practiced. Um, so I felt... Yeah, it made me as as simple as it is comparison wise. It made me think of Match dot com before I met you, Blake. Uh, I went on dates with many different people, and it's like when you read this profile, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is gonna be it. This is gonna be my life partner." Like they they sound so exciting. Their pictures are riveting. I just cannot wait to meet them. And you meet them and they're like a dud, the dud of duds. And you sit there so deflated. Obviously completely different for for me. That's what it was like. Or maybe that's how it is when you get a job, a new job that you've made out to be this big deal. Or maybe, you know, a class. Oh, like taking a class and the teacher's a Go. It. Right. I just. I felt like all of us had a moment mm-hmm. like Phillips, and we could all relate to it in our own way. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. What's your great? <laughs> My great is um watching it when we did. Uh, I don't know. It necessarily was the exact day or if it was the week, but um we actually were watching the rocket takeoff dragon with. Um, oh yeah, the Dragon X. Yeah, with, with, for for SpaceX. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to yep. see it take off with our kids, and this of course was the first time that an American rocket has entered space in quite some long time with with Americans on board. It's been like ten years. So it was really cool because it was something that was shared on Facebook, and of course everybody's on Facebook right now because you know we're stuck at home majority of the time. So it was just neat to know that the world was once again being captivated by captivated by Americans in space. Mm-hmm. And then we got to watch it, America, the world be captivated by Americans on space yet again. Just the idea of space and what it takes to get up there. It was really, really neat to see that at the same time. So even though it wasn't necessarily show related, mm-hmm. my great was, in fact, that there were these cross crosses over then and now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my good. My good for this episode. Um, the first... <laughs> The first thing that kind of jumps at me when it comes to this episode is Philip and, the, and Queen Elizabeth's relationship. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, and, and you know, you could see that he's kind of like futzing around at the house, and he's kind of just doing stuff, and he's, he's the concrete mixing place. And yeah, and, and he's just obvious. like he's like very, you know, quick and very terse. Um, and just, you know, you know, you get that feeling when you're just like, you've had it with people yep. and you've had, you just, you're stuck and you're bored and like, not you. I'm just thinking of my children right now. I've been stuck with them. I know. And, and, and you're just quick, you know, you're just, you're just too yep. quick. And, uh, mama needs a bath. <laughs> and the thing I, I love about this is that Elizabeth recognizes this mm-hmm. and she sees it and she, and as a wife, which you don't normally think of Queen Elizabeth of being a wife because she's just the queen mom, you know, like, yeah, here she is saying, yeah, we don't see her usually as a mother. We don't usually in this show. We yeah, don't yeah, usually yeah. see her as a wife or a mother. Right. We see her in her queen yeah, monarchy queen. rule um, roles. And right, more. right. Um, I think the thing that stands out to me is that she recognizes this in him and she does what she can to like cheer him up. Mm. She she makes it a point to say, yeah, um, absolutely. This is what we're going to do. Like we're, we're going to have these guys and we're going to do what they're, we're going to do. They're coming on over. They're coming over. And, and she's doing it really specifically 
for him. Well, she even says, I hope that it would cheer you up. Right. Do we need cheering up. Yeah. And there's this great <laughs> moment of recognition between the two. We are just kind of like, oh my God. I, you're I, married. I, you're married. <laughs> you're not just, you're not just characters. You're not just two actors, but you're a married couple, yes. you know? Yes. And um, I like that a lot because there's no reason to care about these people and their marriage other than. It's because they're also because, co-workers, you know what right. I mean? Like, and, and I, I like the fact that you, you were given a reason to actually care about what the hell they're yes. doing together. Yes. Uh, the bad for me 